Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Giz, bringing you another episode of Locked on Wolfpack. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Now, folks, there is a lot of chitter chatter about uh, Noah Rogers and where he'll go. The Raleigh product, 6'3, 185 pound, four star receiver, is, is definitely uh, one of NC State's top targets. And many people have Ohio State uh, as the favorite or as close to the favorite at the moment. And they picked up yet another, which I believe is their second uh, five-star receiver this year. And so many people are saying, well, that's definitely going to help NC State out um, in their recruiting of Noah Rodgers. And here's what I'll say to that. Not so fast, my friend. And this is not to uh, take away from that, but we'll we'll get into it. We'll discuss what those uh, commitments mean and why I think we may be looking at this from a bit of the wrong angle in terms of Wolfpack Nation. We'll talk about all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Wolfpack. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. There is, so, folks, there is um, a thing happening as far as, you know, the the teams that are listed in um, in Nor Rogers' top five being Clemson, uh, the University of No Consequences, Ohio State, and NC State. And there is a, a – um, the experts' crystal ball predictions have him going to uh, Ohio State – and again, they've they've picked up two pretty good commits uh, in terms of you know guys that they have guys that they've signed this year. And so there's there's a lot going on there, and there's a lot of thoughts about you know what's what's the deal, or or does he think that he can uh, pass up? I want to say it's uh, I want to say it's it's uh, what's the gentleman's name? Noble Johnson and and a few other guys. Listen, long story short. There are multiple guys that Ohio State has signed at the receiver position. Here's the only problem with assuming that because there are a good amount of really, really good receivers signing to um, Ohio State that, you know, that naturally would would say or would tell Noah, hey, this may not be the place that I want to be. The fact that teams now more than ever have the ability to have multiple receivers, have the ability more than ever to have uh, the the idea of like there's there's flatly going to be three, four, five, six receivers who play prominent roles throughout a season. And so if you're thinking about, you know, well, what if playing time right away is something um, that this young man values at a high level and all that? I'm just telling you very simply, this is not a – this is not a, a situation where you're instantly knowing, oh yeah, the he's he's gonna commit to us because these other guys have already committed as far as Brandon Ennis and and um I, I can't remember the other gentleman's name right now, but long story short, the fact of the matter is simple. When you look at what matters to players, it's different for each individual player. We can say all as as you know, we can say all day and night, hey. What what matters most should be your ability to get on the field right away. That's not the case for everybody. That's not the case. 
Some guys, they look at what has this program done historically and what could that, what could the results of that be? And what does that mean as far as like, all right, what has this team produced out of this receiving room or, or whatever my particular position is for Noah Rogers receiver? It could be what has the, what have these teams produced out of their receiver rooms in the past few years? That's a very real thing. It's not crazy at all to say, hey, that is what can matter a lot to players. Uh, so prime example, when I was coming out, there were multiple schools who said, hey, man, you come here, you're going to play right away, all that good stuff. Um, one thing that mattered to me more than anything was going to a place where I could establish a winning tradition. Like that was something that I was like very, very big on. Um, I wanted to play at either a place that already had like a, a world-class winning tradition or a team that I thought, hmm, they're always like one or two plays away. So the reality is what matters to each player can be different and immediate playing time can be very important to Noah Rogers. It also could not be. It also could be a situation of, you know, his staying close to home is important. But here's another thing that I want to say real quick on the front of, oh, the immediate playing time is, is what should entice him and all that. And he might have to sit for a while at Ohio State. I think one of the worst things that fan bases can do, one of the worst things that reporters often do is saying to a player, hey, look, they've got five stars over there and you're only a four-star guy. You may not be able to compete. That is one of the worst things that you can do. Because what you are in essence telling that player is uh, because of the star system or because of how these players are rated ahead of you or because of what is believed about them, you will not have the ability to be a great player there to, to show what we have already seen you do to the clip that you can do it because you'll be going to that school. And that, to me, is a little backwards. It's just a little backwards. If you're loving a player, fully love on a player, right? Now, if you're going to say, hey, the reality is you can come to NC State right away and be wide receiver number one, that's a very different thing to say, which, I mean, based on how our receiver room is kind of looking and how many exits we're probably going to see next year, it's a very good chance he will be. But that is that is the selling point more than you may not get playing time elsewhere. Because, again, you want these recruits to believe that you – or you want these recruits to know that you believe, hey, man, wherever you go in the country, you'll be successful. Wherever you choose to go, wherever you choose to do your thing, I already know. You're going to show up and show the heck out. I know that about you. But if you came here – you would make an impact immediately that you might not even be allowed to do to to make at place X, Y, and Z because they already have um, a couple first rounders coming out. And not to say that you're not great, not to say that you know in two three years I don't expect you to be the next first rounder coming out of there. But why wait there when you can come here and show that you'll be the the first rounder coming out of here in no time? You'll have the ability to be all ACC, all world, all American in no time here. So I think that's a better argument. You know what I mean? I, I think that that's a better angle to approach that from as far as players, as far, I mean, as far as journalists who are covering the team, as far as fans and all that good stuff. I've seen the kid play. I've seen him play a lot. I've, I've, I've seen good things. I've seen good things. You know, he plays every bit of 6'3". He plays every bit of like a big body receiver who can get down the field. He can break tackles after the catch. I mean, obviously, he's in high school, so he's not like the crispiest route runner in the world, but he's darn good at that as well. And so, you know, the you look at all the things that he brings and you say to yourself, this is going to be a dude for years to come. 
So again, the, the argument or the thought should be, hey, you can come here and make a, a, an immediate impact that you might not be able to make elsewhere. Not, oh, well, you know, it's going to be tough, slim pickings to get playing time at place X, Y, and Z, because then it's, it's kind of like you're saying, well, I'm not sure if you could climb your way up that depth chart and be the guy in uh, no time over there. So, you know what I mean? I'm, I don't know which way this thing is going to go. I am not much of a better, and I'm not going to say much about, you know what I mean, where I think this thing will go or who's right, um, you know, the NC State fans or the crystal ball from 24-7 sports. But, again, I, I think that this race is coming to a close pretty soon here, and we'll see uh, where Noah decides to go. Either way, I'm going to wish the young man best of luck. But, obviously, I'd love to watch you play for the pack. I'd love to cheer the young man on for the pack for the next few years. So, who knows? Like I said, I'm not a betting man, so I'm not going to bet on it. But if you're a better, go to betonline.net. It is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Find all the latest sports development, league reviews, news, and the NHL finals and Major League Baseball games this this year. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. So head to the website today to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So as I was already saying, I think that he'll do, I think that he, he'd he be a great, well, I don't think, I know he'd be a great addition uh, to NC State because if you look at how our roster is set up, I mean, you're looking at a guy that's going to come in when you're seeing um, the exit of Thayer Thomas, what would likely be the exit of uh, Devin Carter as well. And we don't have that many big body outside receivers. I think that um, him complimenting or him, being the guy and Anthony Smith being the compliment to him on the outside would be absolutely great. And we've got a lot of really, really good guys in the slot as well. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how that thing shakes out as well as with a tight end, like juice Marine coming in and all that. I, I think that you're looking at a very good situation there. And there was recently a picture post, I believe uh, there Thomas commented on the picture, or maybe he posted it, but it was of the, his little brother, Lex Thomas. And, um, and Noah Rogers, and he said, let's get this reunion in Raleigh. So obviously there's the connection there. There's the connection that they, you know, grew up playing little league ball together and all that. And so, again, you hope that these things work in NC State's favor and that, you know, he chooses to stay home and all that. And it's very possible that it does at the end of the day because I know one of the things that that weighed heavily, and I'm not saying that this that he's me, and I, I don't like to inject myself too much into stories like this, but one thing, uh, that greatly affected my my decision in, in going to college was that uh, a lot of my teammates, a lot of my teammates went to um, the same couple of colleges. And if I didn't get a scholarship from those colleges, I kind of didn't want to play um, in the Big Ten. And so, you know, that's that's a large part of what sent me down here to the ACC. And so seeing guys that he, you know, grew up with, played with, coming here and all that good stuff, I mean, again, that can't hurt. That can't hurt NC State's case. Um, and again, this is a situation where, like I said, from day one, I would not be surprised if he was seen as a guy on the outside that was supposed to be an impact player for us. Again, I've talked about Anthony Smith, how prime time I expect him to be. I've talked about Keon Lassane. I've talked about Porter. Ray. I've talked about a lot of guys that are really, really good in that receiver room. But with that being said, 
receiver is one of those positions in today's game. You can kind of never have too many guys. And also there's a, a delineation or separation between outside guys and slot guys, right? So the reality is your slot guys are normally your uh, shorter guys. They're more quick than fast. If you got to pick between the two, obviously you want both, but if you got to pick between the two, you got a guy that's more quick than fast. Outside guys, normally big body guys, a little better beating the press. Can uh, They can absolutely burn and they can make the really, really tough contested catches. Again, you will want that out of your slot guys as well. But if you were picking which go to which position based on archetype in their body and all that, you want the uh, big body guy on the outside. And I think that his frame can stand to put on a solid 25, 20 to 25 pounds of muscle and he still be fast and, and, you know, jump high and all that. But that comes with time. That comes with being in a, a college weight program that comes with, you know, college eating and all that. And you got a nutritionist for the first time in your life. You got people telling you exactly what you need to do, what you need to eat. You got a strength coach saying, all right, this is what you need to take to get stronger, faster, all that good stuff. So I, I think that, um, again, he's, he's a perfect fit for what NC State would need coming off of this season. He's an absolutely perfect fit uh, for that situation. And, and I think that it'll be, it'll be a really great thing to see if, if Noah were to decide to stay home and, and play at NC State. Again, I don't think that there is any wide receiver target that NC State has that we're seriously talking to, that we're seriously in the running for, that I think is better than this guy. And I, I've been wrong in the past. If somebody uh, comes to campus and proves me wrong and, and you know, Noah turns out to be everything we think he is and somebody is just flat out better, hey, listen, I wouldn't be against that. But what I'm saying is I don't think that there's anybody on the receiving radar for NC State right now that is up there in his caliber. So who knows? This is, this is going to be a close race, man. Like I said, he, he's got offers from a ton of big schools. You know, like I said, there's the top five being um, – the top five being Clemson, North Carolina, Ohio State, NC State, and Florida State. But he just received an offer from Alabama as well. So, you know, we'll we'll see um, what the case or what this thing will will turn out uh, to be. I mean, I again, I'm I'm a firm believer that he's going to be great wherever he goes. He's going to do great things wherever he goes. But man. To see him in that red and white of the pack, and you know, Thayer Thomas tweeted him, let me hand off the five to you, which again, that would be just a, a great thing to see. There is a lot of fanfare and a lot of love being thrown his way because he's a big time target. It makes sense. You know what I mean? It, it makes sense. Not only is he a big time target, he's a local kid, he's from the area, he's got tons of connections and ties to NC State. I would just love to see the gentleman at NC State. That that would be something that's absolutely beautiful to see. And again, to have a local guy come here and, and do great things, I think is, I think that would be vital because so often we talk about building a fence around the state of North Carolina. That building a fence around the state of North Carolina is not just about the two and three star guys. And don't get me wrong. There is, it just do the math. There will never be enough scholarships. There will never be enough playing time to accommodate every good player out of the state of North Carolina um, to play ball at your school, to get a scholarship, to get all the love and all the recruiting attention they need to come to your school. There will never be enough. But when you talk about building a fence around the state, you're talking mainly about the top guys, which for whatever reason, we know the reasons. I mean, 
not too many football programs in NC State or in the state of North Carolina have been that good to demand or to make a lot of sense for the top guys to come to. But to me, like I said, with what's going on at Clemson as far as, you know, losing both coordinators, as far as quarterback struggles, as far as last year being an injury plague season, this is not to say, oh, hey, everybody, Clemson is over party, come celebrate. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is this is a moment in which NC State has the opportunity to take advantage of that. That's all I'm saying. There's a moment right here where NC State can take advantage of um, what we are seeing, and they can become very clear that, and I said the same thing about basketball, and I think I think that they, in some ways, kind of let that opportunity go to waste in the first year of, you know, no Roy, K's last year. All right, sure. You leave last year alone. You throw it in the trash and say, all right, well, you, you've got to do it going forward. NC State football, I think this is the first year of that window where you can permanently realign this thing. And I know what you're thinking. You can't permanently realign based off one year. I'll tell you this. Every realignment, every team that became a dynasty, it only started with one year. It started with one year, and then you extended it to two, and then you found a way to get it three, and maybe you had a drop-off in one of those years, or maybe you dropped off in year four, but you bought it back because you've established the culture of winning. You've established the legacy of winning. I don't care what anybody says. If you think that winning doesn't matter to recruits, you're wrong. You're wrong, period, period. There may be a select few that like, oh, how much y'all have won doesn't really, you know, not really a big deal to me. I'm telling you right now, as trophy cases fill up, I believe there was a recruit that said that he took a visit to Texas recently, University of Texas. Anybody who knows anything about Texas knows how much money that program has. They have the Longhorn Network. There's like something like 50000 a year in NIL to all their offensive linemen. The recruit, when he went to that, uh, when he went to their facilities, said all their trophies are for swimming. I doubt. I could not make this up. The recruit said this, not me. I can't remember the young man's name. I'll, I promise you, I will have this information for you next episode. I'll Google it and bring it out for you. But the reality is, as you can bring in more and more and more trophies for football, as you can bring in more and more, oh, yeah, we were the Atlantic Division champs. Oh, yeah, we were ACC champs. Oh, yeah, we had a Heisman winner. Oh, yeah, we had a... a, a, a um, uh, what's the Davey O'Brien winner? We had a, a a dope award winner. We had a, as you can, you know, Nagurski, all those things. As you can fill up that trophy room, as you can fill that up, the recruits will come. The recruits will come. But it is it is upon it is incumbent upon NC State to make those things happen first. And again, to be in the running for a recruit like this at this stage and where the team is, is great anyway. And this is not to say, again, this is not to say that NC State has never had really, really good recruits or that this is, is going to be a first-time thing because I've, I've told you all this story many times on there and I would never get tired of saying it. I asked, I went to the game where Orange was playing, I believe it was, um, 
I believe it was Orange versus Franklinton. I could be wrong, but they were playing some team that was wearing red. And um, I asked who Peyton Wilson was. And they were like, everybody was like, oh, you haven't seen him play before. And I'm like, no, I don't know which one he is. And they said, all right, just keep watching. You'll see. And very quickly, within like within like the first half of the first quarter, I'm like, oh, that's him. That's him. And then in that game, he did a little bit of everything. Threw for a touchdown, ran for a touchdown, caught a touchdown, uh, caught an interception, had a sack. Like, he literally did everything that game. So I'm not saying that, that Noah Rodgers would be the first big-time recruit that they've ever gotten or that the team has ever gotten. But, you know, at the end of the day, you want these types of recruits because that's – I promise you, getting a guy like this to stay home, it gets more really good guys to stay home. When they see the fanfare and the love that comes his way when he does great things here, I promise you it will not be lost upon those other guys seeing like, wait a minute now, this is otherworldly because it's it's just different when you're doing it in front of your home fans, when you're dominating in front of your home fans. It's, it's different when you're dominating in front of folks who watched you from when you were uh, three years old all the way up to where you are now. So, you know, this is a situation where, again, we're hoping Noah Rodgers comes, but at the end of the day, regardless of what happens with him, I know he'll do great things. I know this team will continue to do great things. And winning cures all. Winning brings the great recruits. Winning does all that. So we need to make it clear. We need to make it known. This season is going to be a statement season one way or the other fancy state. I, I promise you. At the end of the day, if the best that we can do with this roster and this situation we got, you know, health bar, knock on wood, everybody stays healthy and all that. The best we can do with this roster, this team is eight and four and, and no appearance in the uh, ACC championship. We're in trouble. We're in trouble when it comes to landing recruits like Noah Rodgers in the future. But if we go off and have the banner year, if we go off and have the year that redefines the fate of NC State football going forward, if we go off and have the, a situation where Dave Dorn is, again, wins the first ACC championship since uh, the, I want to say, 79 or 80. If, it's, if, if he goes off to do that, I mean, you're looking at a very, very different type of situation. You're looking at a very different situation in the future. And again, you'll be looking at it not being a, well, we hope that all the other great players go to this school. So this player falls to won't be the case. Won't be the case. We got to pay some bills. But I'm going to be right back, y'all. So we're about to land this thing, but again, um, Ohio State lands a couple five stars, and and so folks think you know it's it's lining up well for uh, Noah Rogers to to land kind of uh, at NC State or land in our laps. And again, with the new way the football is going, if you look at what Ohio State and Ryan Day is doing, a lot of receivers. I mean, they need a lot of receivers. That's just the reality. Um, having really good guys in bunches in droves is not really something that's all that surprising there. Um, but again, I don't think I, I'm not I'm not super sold on the idea that like, oh yeah, well, he's got gonna have a lot of competition there is necessarily the way to go. You know what I mean? I, I think that if you're looking at it from the angle of he may not be able to come in and make an instant impact there the way he would here, sure. That's a thing. That's a very real thing. But I'm I'm not sure if the whole oh, that's a lot of competition uh for playing time for balls to come your way, all that good stuff 
is the way to go. I think he's a really quality receiver. I think he'll be really quality on the outside for us uh, for some years to come. But we just got to see how this thing all plays out, all right? Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate you every single time, Wolfpack Nation. Y'all make this show possible. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you.